Welcome to the podcast edition of The Three Grumpy Simmers. In this, our third episode, The Three Grumpy Simmers come together to discuss the possible futures behind virtual reality and how it will impact our simulation experience, along with tackling the thorny issue of community engagement, how the community engages with developers and vice versa, and how the community engages with each other. Hi there, folks. Uh, my name's Noblewing24, and of course, we are back with your monthly dose of the three grumpy flight simmers. And of course, I'm joined by my fantastic three grumpy, co- my two grumpy colleagues. We've got Belgiot. Hey. And of course, we've got Sergio from Heli Simmer. Hey, guys. Alrighty, so we are once again, well, we're not so much the technically challenged Simmers this month, we've simply been the technically creative Simmers this month. Um, it's been an yes. interesting, interesting hour <laughs> to get this one going, but that's okay, we're good to go now. Um, anyway, so technical challenges beside, we actually want us, we're going to be starting this episode with uh, some technical chat today. Um, and of course, we're going to be going to a bit of hardware now because one of our member uh, has become the recent owner and uh, proud owner of a certain piece of VR hardware. Um, now we've sort of talked about VR hardware and the possible future of VR uh, with in terms of our flight simulation space and our, our sort of simulation space uh, previously here, but now that we have one of our member who um, both Sergio and I are kind of a bit jealous of um <laughs> which member that could be huh? <laughs> uh so so now that now that uh, Drew, uh Belgiot has the his vr so we want to hear his thoughts what Belgiot, what are your thoughts on vr everything that everybody has said about it being a game changer is a hundred percent correct so yeah just to backtrack a little bit um for those who don't know the Oculus Rift, this bad boy here, has been on sale um, for probably the last four weeks, and it's a limited time sale, so it's probably only going to go on for like another two weeks or something like that. It literally drops it to half price. Normally, it's eight hundred bucks US. Got it for four hundred, and it took you know a few days for them to deliver it, like two or three. But once it's got here. Um, I had the opportunity to test it out with DCS World, which, of course, is native VR supported. How do I put this? <laughs> I tried it in the Huey, and I swear I was having flashbacks of Vietnam. <laughs> it's that realistic. The videos cannot convey just how impressive this thing actually is when you're sitting in it and you're looking around, and you can literally peer through the side window. It's just amazing. I don't know how I'm going to even record videos with this thing. This is just nuts. But probably the most important thing that I've learned from just the brief time utilizing it, and I did try it with uh, Fly Inside for X-Plane and FSX. I have the demo versions. I need to buy the the full versions for that. Hopefully I can get a discount. (laughs) But the main thing that I've learned is that the depth perception really does make a difference as far as uh, trying to learn how to utilize the aircraft because before you know we're used to the 2d panels 
when we do our flying. So we can't really gauge, you know, when we're coming into land or whatnot, just how far up or how far from the runway we are. When you translate that into the VR experience, into the 3D world, it's a night and day difference. All of a sudden, my lineups on approach actually look like they're supposed to look, you know? I'm able to manipulate everything, and it feels natural. So it, it gives me that muscle memory, so to speak, you know? I can figure out where all the, the gauges and all the uh, switches and everything are, and it just works it's so much better it's like a night and day simming experience so i would highly recommend it for everybody if you can afford it if you can get it absolutely go ahead i don't know when the next um iterations are going to come you know like the the next level of vr but for what it is right now i think it's evolved to a point where it's definitely usable by the general public and especially if um there are people who are trying to get into simming learning simming it does make a huge difference. Some setup is required, however, so I'll leave you with that caveat. <laughs> yeah, I, I was actually going to ask you about that, Drew. Um, you're using it, you know, uh, almost on a daily basis for the last few days. And what kind of, of of setup do you have? What you know, what's your graphic card and uh, um, processor and whatnot? You gotta have a pretty beefy computer. Okay, so last year. Um, I pretty much spent almost $1,000 to upgrade my computer. So in this computer now, I've got an i7, a hex core i7. I want to say it's um, a 6700 or something along those lines. I forget the exact number. But needless to say, it's relatively fast. It's like 4 mm -hmm. plus gigahertz in speed. As far as memory, you want to make sure you have at least 16 gigs of memory on board. Preferably 32 if you can swing it. 16 minimum because of the fact that when this thing is running, not only is the program that's um, broadcasting what you're seeing into the Rift going, but you also have your simulator going in the background. You can see that on your computer monitor. Plus, in my case, you know, since I do the video recording, I also have my recording software on there. It starts to eat up memory really quick. As far as hard drive space, it really doesn't take that much. I think the, the download was like about three gigs for the entire Oculus setup program and everything that it needed to run on a consistent basis. So that wasn't all that critical, but with that being said, I would suggest if someone's looking to put together a good gaming rig for this thing, get the things that I suggested and um, set it up to where you've got like an SSD drive, a small SSD drive, maybe 250 to 500 gigs, have only your system files on there. So whether you're running Windows 7, Windows 10, that sort of thing, just have that on the SSD and then have like, you know, all of your flight sims and all the other programs on a secondary drive. It could either be internal or external. Your computer needs to run really quickly in order to generate the FPS that's necessary for this. Because I will say if the FPS drops to crap levels, you will get nauseous. You will definitely get nauseous. You know, yeah. it's, it's, what's, what's your graphic card? My graphics card is uh, the AMD Radeon RX 480. And I'll be honest, the reason why I bought it was because it was cheap. It cost me 250 US as opposed to its competitor card, which is the NVIDIA uh, 1080. It's probably about double the price, I think. Yeah. But it gets the job done. It's got 8 gigs of VRAM on board, which is absolutely perfect. I mean, when I have this thing running 
I think at the most it uses about half of that. Explain a little bit more because explain tends to load like a lot of extra stuff in there, so it might use about six or seven of those gigs. But yeah, a card like that, I would say no less than uh, maybe a 1060 or a 1070, probably a 1070. Or if you want to do like I did and you're on a budget, just go with the RX 480. It's well worth the money. I think uh, it's actually interesting um, because I, I think, and I'm glad you pointed that out with the CPU, is that uh, a lot of people sort of moving into, that might be moving into the sim space, simulation space for the first time and leaving the um, the first person shooter, shall we say, sort of space and moving into our sim, simulation space. Um, th there's a bit of a realisation that um, a lot of our simulators are still driven hugely by the CPU, not by the graphics card. I mean, yes, we've had improvements yeah. in, in the graphics support with um, prepared Flight Sim World, um, especially in, in DCS. Like, DCS looks stunning with it. It takes a, leverages a lot of the, the graphics capabilities, especially with NVIDIA cards. But I, I think people forget that the, the CPU power, I mean, even going back to, you know, FS, FS9, FS8 days, you know, CPU power mm -hmm. is, is king of uh, a simulation experience. Um, and, and you would definitely still back that with the VR world. You still need to have, you, you can have good Absolutely. graphics cards, but if you don't have the CPU, then you can give up. Yeah, especially if you're planning on using it with something like an FSX and whatnot, which, let's face it, FSX is still going to be around for a while. Unless Dovetail decides to pull the plug on Steam, uh, I don't think we'll ever really, truly see the end of FSX. There will at least be a core people that will still use it. If you're planning on using that for the VR experience with something like, say, Fly Inside, absolutely you have to have a fast CPU. Because, remember, this thing is multitasking. It's doing the VR. It's doing your sim. It's loading, you know, the scenery on core number one by default. So, yeah, the faster you can get... Tweak, CPU, tweak the it, it, tweak it! <laughs> yeah. That I would also recommend, but only for those who actually know what the heck they're doing. <laughs> yes, also, Drew, yeah. So, caveat on that, folks. When we say tweak your, your config file, make sure you read up and know what you're doing and back everything up. And back you... up. Back up. Back up. For the love of all that is sacred, back up. Oh, I can't even tell you how many times I've had to learn that one the hard way. <laughs> <laughs> That's good. No. So, so, okay, so... So, so you've had your VR experience, and uh, insanely jealous, insanely jealous. Um, what, where do you see it going, though? Like, we've you mentioned that you, you've tried it with you've tried it with DCS, you've tried it with X Plane, mm -hmm. um, and FSX using Fly Inside. Um, so we're talking to so DCS sort of natively supports it. Um, uh, yeah, FSX and X Plane. Yeah, straight out of the way. box. Literally, all you do is just hit a checkbox, and it runs. Nice. Uh, FSX explain you've got to use third-party software to make it um, mm -hmm. work at the moment. What do you right. see? And then the caveat with explain, not to mm. interrupt, but the caveat with explain is later on this year they will have native VR support. So really, you should only need something like Fly Inside for like FSX prepared. All right. Well, that's that's perfect then because because the, the question I sort of have is that do you see this is where it should go like where our developments our developers um, 
Uh, I mean, obviously, we've got our main players at the moment, Laminar, Lockheed, um, and mm. uh, Eagle Dynamics, and uh, Dovetail. Um, is, right. Should they be focusing on VR, or should they be going, VR is, is great, we're going to have support for it, but it shouldn't be their core? Should it be their core focus, or should it be a nice-to-have? I'm going to guess he's going to say no. <laughs> I, I, you know, at I'm not point, sure. I'm actually, not sure. <laughs> actually, at this point, it's kind of a little like a double-edged sword. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I'll clarify that by saying this. The only reason why I was able to purchase this is because it was on sale. So right now, the technology is still you know, for most budgets, kind of expensive. But then we're talking about a group of people that are used to spending a thousand, two thousand dollars in add-ons for their sims. So, you know, if you're willing to, you know, put in the investment and the time and get something like that, then the market is already there. Now as far as the developers themselves, hmm. DCS is already on board. They've already said it's the wave of the future and it does make a huge difference when it comes to utilizing that as a combat sim. Um, for like X-Plane which honestly the way that I view X-Plane is if I were taking flight lessons again that's what I would use to do my homework that's what I would use to practice on and I think uh, Laminar realizes that that's the, the major potential that their software has so they're also on board they do see that as the way of the future and I fully agree with them on that. The X-Plane experience is probably as close to realistic as you can get. So, yeah, VR is the only way to go there. Um, For, like, FSX and so on and so forth, for FSX, really, it's kind of like a nice-to-have, but I think that if Dovetail is going to continue the work with, like, Flight Sim World, eventually, yeah, they do need to get on board with the whole VR thing because when you put all that time, effort, and energy into something like True Sky, which just came out recent in a recent update, mm-hmm. in a VR experience, that's basically taking it to the next level. And especially if they focus on native VR support, I think that's going to do a great justice as far as uh, them cornering the market or them getting a larger market share. Personally, all the flight sims need to be doing VR. It should be a no-brainer at this point. And as soon as the technology, the price of the technology starts coming down, you're going to find more and more people jumping on board. I guarantee you, with this sale that's been going on, a lot more people have gotten into the VR space. I've just noticed that in some of the Facebook groups that we're all in. There have been a lot of people crawling out of the woodwork that have joined on a VR bandwagon. It's no longer just a luxury. It's actually beginning to be a necessity, especially for someone who's serious about flight simming or who's using it as a training tool. Yeah. So, so, uh, sorry, Sergio, go. Yeah, um, I was going to say this, 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 all this kind of reminds me when, uh, do you guys remember when this company called 3DFX launched this, uh, this very small card <laughs> called Monster 3D or something? Yeah, you guys remember? Oh, Monster 3D Pro, my... When actual 3D started to appear on the market, and Mm -hmm. all of a sudden, I was, uh, you guys probably remember this game, Quake, the first real 3D game to ever (laughs) enter the market, yeah. Oh, how many uh, hours did we all waste, not waste, uh, did we do spend researching as a youth? Uh, I have no idea. You want to calculate I, the hours? I need my accountant, so let me call him. Yeah, yeah, but I, I can tell you that I spent 
mm. a lot of time playing mm -hmm. Quake and mm. playing Team Fortress. And I can tell you that um, perhaps three or four months ago, I replayed the whole game from start to finish. Uh, I'm not joking. Um, but in Bless the, yeah, your but, uh, heart. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, I was feeling nostalgic. I, I was actually bored, but instead of trying to run and riding a bicycle and swimming, hey. uh, <laughs> hey. like, who would do that when they're bored? Yeah, I just, like, uh, just I, because... I'm bored. I'm gonna play. Yeah, I'm yeah. gonna play games because I'm bored. I'm not going. Yeah, I'm not going to kill myself. Um... Sorry, sorry. No, yeah, but... side note for those following along at home. Um, <laughs> side note for those following along at home. Um, as viewers of my channel will know, uh, occasionally I run away and do Spartan races. So, like, basically, long story short, last year I got I, well, the start, at the start of this year, I decided I'm bored of doing Spartan races. Yeah, I know already stupid comment anyway uh i thought let's take on triathlon so um i've been uh, training for my first triathlon mm -hmm. which is coming up very shortly um and bear in mind that at the start of this year in january when i made this decision i had never ridden a bicycle before in my life <laughs> ever it never gets old every time he tells me this i'm like <laughs> you're just totally nuts man <laughs> i love it so, so hence well, the more power to you. Hence the side comment. Anyway, back to simulation, Sergio. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah I'm sorry. So, um, <laughs> you guys remember when? <laughs> yeah, I can't. I can't okay. Um, you guys remember when those cards started on the? You know, they started appearing on the market, mm -hmm. and there was a tipping point in which developers had to start uh, developing for both. You know, the the new hardware but still support the whole software rendering system that games mm -hmm. had. And um, we're, I, I think we are, we are either at that same tipping point or perhaps yeah. a little before that tipping point because, uh, let's be very honest, um, there are games or titles or types of games, and some people will kill me because I'm using the word game, in which uh, VR works much better than you know other other types, and I think yeah, I think the the flight simulation community is one that really uh, uses VR um, at, to its full extent. And yeah. one thing that you said, Drew, and that's right, and you are 100% correct. I think the flight sim community, it's the gaming community, and I'm going to get flack from that again. That spends much more money than other than any other community be it you know first person shooters or whatever we spend mm -hmm. a lot of money yeah. mostly because a lot of guys are grown-ups and that, that, that's a fact we have a lot of adults um you know using mm -hmm. flight simulators so i think that inside the gaming market mm -hmm. we are probably the community that will uh, push vr and you know get the money from our pockets and throw it in <laughs> at the manufacturers mm -hmm. and get our rigs. But I think we are on, on that tipping point where um, you know developers cannot do their titles for VR only because this is not widespread. You know, nowadays you're going to buy a computer and there's a 3D card inside. You cannot do it any other way. You know, even the even the the the, the motherboards with the, the the embedded chips come with a 3D chip, come with a GPU. Right. Uh, it's a shitty mm -hmm. GPU, but it comes with a GPU, so it's a it's commodity. So it's yeah. something that you know it's part of the computer, just like the soundboard. Mm -hmm. You guys remember we used to 
by actual the creative salt. sound blaster sound card. Yeah. Oh, yeah. God. Yep. Yeah. I think yeah. I still have one around here somewhere. <laughs> you, you, well, you, you, you can see that on motherboards. Like you have, you know, embedded sound cards, embedded uh, graphic cards, mm-hmm. embedded network cards. You have it all, all the, all the things that mm-hmm. yeah, I know. Everybody expects to be part of the computer cams uh, embedded on the on the on the motherboard, and um, I don't think we'll see, <laughs> you know, um, Oculus Rift embedded <laughs> in the motherboard anytime soon. Never say never. <laughs> never say I, never. I said anytime soon. Okay. So, so, I, I'm just sorry. I'm just having this moment of just thinking of like, and all you kids at home, you'll never know what it's like having to have a, use up a slot on your motherboard for your network card, your graphics card, I was, your, yeah. uh, your sound I, card. I, 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 <laughs> I, yeah, we torture, it was real. We used it to have two real. monitors side by side. They were flat. We had to stare at this thing. <laughs> have, have you guys, you kids, have, you don't know. Have you guys looked at the inside of your computer nowadays? Do you guys remember how we had it, like a motherboard? We, we, some guys, some mm-hmm. of us had to buy motherboards with extra PCI slots because yes. <laughs> it was to play. Yeah, you, you look inside your computer yep. right now, and my computer has this open side thing, and I just have, you know, the, the graphics card there, and I'm like, oh shit. <laughs> I've got yeah. all this space. What do I do with this space? Oh. Yeah, so someone stole all the insides of my computer. <laughs> just, yeah, and I was like, you know, you, you were talking about the embedded VR thing, and I was just imagining you, you with the Oculus Rift with the motherboard. <laughs> it was embedded. If they could figure out a way to just put like a hard drive in there or something like that, I'd probably be set. I'd just do all of my recordings on here and just go from there and upload so, it to YouTube. Can, can, can we? Can we? Can we, can we? Can we copyright now the the idea of a NUC? PC built into an Oculus Rift. Can we? Oculus, gonna, we're, we're yeah. taking the idea. We're battling yep. it right now. Yep. That's yeah. us. Not yeah. PC uh, no, attached this, to yeah. Rift. <laughs> this is going to happen. That's what, you know, um, they are not going to embed an, uh, a, uh, obviously a kid inside the motherboard, but you, the whole mm. kid will be the computer. So, yeah, that that is going to happen uh, in the future. Uh, that being said, uh, I think that we are on a tipping point where, yeah, uh, with, with the controller, so you, there's no more keyboard, mm-hmm. no more mouse, just, yep. the hot, just, just the kit and the controllers, and there you go. You got a virtual uh, keypad in front of you. You just yeah. use these things. And actually, when uh, my son, I gave him the chance to test this out before <laughs> I actually tried it. When he was utilizing it, uh, one of the things that he was suggesting was in the next iteration of Oculus, instead of using something like this, why don't they just simply have a glove? Yeah, they're working on it. That's yeah, simple. They are right working on it, I've and, it, you know, it. Um, yeah, and it, it feels the, 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 the movements of your fingers, so you have mm-hmm. a virtual keyboard, and you are swapping on that virtual yeah, keyboard. So, that's the next yeah, step. Yeah. That's the next yeah, step. That's, we're like in good. Minority Report. Remember that movie? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, we're, we're moving towards that, but... Nowadays, we do need, you do need developers to you know focus on both ends, on um, both the guys yeah. that have VR, and on the simming community. Like you said, Drew, there are a lot of people jumping into the bandwagon and going VR all the mm-hmm. way. Um, unfortunately, me and Tristan, you know, we are poor simmers, <laughs> so we cannot we, afford it yet. We're the poor uh, simmers, so you know. Yeah, yeah, we're the poor. I'm yeah. not even going, going to tell you what bills did not get paid <laughs> for yeah, me yeah. to get this thing. 
If you see the next Grumpy Simmer episode and there's like cars going behind me and there's like a wino next to me asking me if I've got a cigarette, you'll know what happened. Yeah. Um, this thing drained my bank account. So we're um, to all your all reviewers right here. We're going to do two spin-offs, which is the the hobo Grumpy Simper, Grumpy Simper, and. <laughs> <laughs> the two poor grumpy simpers. So I, I, I cannot speak today. Um, so yeah, we're going we're going to do, do spin-offs, and hopefully the hobo simmer doesn't go into the the no, the inmate <laughs> simmer <laughs> where you get arrested for all the bills you haven't paid. So yeah, but <laughs> coming back to VR, we are digressing I, here, guys. Um, yeah, I think that they, they still need to focus on both ends. They they, they need to they need to to cater for these two. Um, these two areas and I, I think that you know the non VR area is one that is going to take a lot of time to to conquer because uh, VR has to go mainstream and that's going to take a while, mm -hmm. I, to take a while. I definitely think that um, for me I, I think that you're right and because I, I, I too remember those days of when 3d graphics was sort of first sort of just starting out and the concept of you know something graphics powered by something that wasn't open GL was just you know that was just what that was madness. So I, I definitely think mm -hmm. that you, I think we are approaching that that tipping point. Um, so yeah, I, I think that it's important that developers develop for both. Um, I also agree because it's funny because whenever I when I do the the weekly news video, um, a, a lot of things that I see are in the VR space, and there's a lot of things that you know I wouldn't classify as simulators but get put into the simulation category um, whether it be by developers or other reviewers simply because that's what VR is VR is yep. very much simulating a reality mm -hmm. um, so even if it has nothing to do with simulation it's you don't really have a, another genre to put it into so a lot of VR yeah. and, and I, I think VR gets really for all the flack that VR cops, I, I definitely agree that like just watching it in the last you know eighteen months, where it's really been sort of in the on that mainstream journey, I, I agree, it's, Sergio. It's not mainstream yet, but it is getting close. Um, yeah, <laughs> and, and seeing the leaps and bounds that we're seeing, <clears throat> excuse me, in development of these platforms is quite it's quite inspiring. Um, so I, I think it's a, a great time to have, and and yeah, I, I agree. I, I I agree, Drew. That I think that if you want it for to take your semi semi experience to a next level, um, VR is the way to do it. So it is definitely a a, a, right. a must um, a must have for developers to look into it, um, and whether or not. Um, but yeah, but as but as you say, Sergio, but still supporting the flat screen users as well because there's still it's going to be many years before it becomes a a, a completely mainstream where you can sort of start looking at, at moving away from a flat screen user base. Yeah, mm. um, let let me just finish <clears throat> with this this uh, this note. Um, I I've only tried VR once, okay, and it was at this uh, this small uh, science exhibition, and the world was. Oh, it was so bad. It was like this very, 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 very ugly 3D world. Um, I, I, I wasn't in control. I was just wandering around. And, you know, the textures were terrible. The 3D was terrible. It was really, really bad. But the thing is, it tricked my brain so well. It, I, I felt like I was... 
I, I knew it was a fake world. You know, it was a really fake world. You could see it. But I, I felt like I was inside that fake world. And mm-hmm. I, I, I'm, 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 I'm a skeptical guy. I'm a very skeptical guy. And, you know, when, when Oculus Rift um, started to appear and people started talking about it and they were like, oh, this is great. This is so fantastic. I, I, I was like, mm. and I was like that because I, I, I have this I have this problem where I cannot see 3D movies. I go watch a 3D movie in my family, and they're all, oh, whoa, and I'm like, yeah. <laughs> Flat. Yep. Flat. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so I, I don't see 3D. I don't know it's, if it's <clears throat> my eyesight or it's effect. I don't know. I've been working with the computers for so, so long that you know, my brain starts to to actually realize what it is. And I was like, mm. oh, okay, VR might be cool for some people, not for me. And I was blown away. I mean, I was inside this fake world. I knew it was fake, and there was a part where we, we were walking on the top of a building, mm-hmm. and I was actually afraid to fall from the building. I was afraid from falling from a fake building that I know it was fake. It was ugly as hell, <laughs> fake as hell. But that, that, that's that's the engagement you get from a quality yeah, experience, yeah, so and that's what I you want to look for. I cannot even start to imagine how it is inside DCS. You know, let's let's say DCS uh-huh. because you know, the graphics in DCS are absolutely I, amazing. I cannot start to imagine how it is. And I, 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 I think the NAM the, the NAM flashbacks come in. I think kind of summarizes yeah, that yeah, one. I think. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's I, I'm not even exaggerating on that one. I, I'm not even 100 percent sure if there is such a thing as past lives, but if there was. I'm pretty sure I was a Huey pilot in Nam and died right before 1970 because it, it feels like second nature. I don't know if you got a chance, Sergio, to see the little video that I put up, uh, the demo that my son and I did. Yeah. Um, when we first got the Oculus Rift, as you were talking about the standing on a skyscraper, mm-hmm. I can confirm it feels like you're up there to the point where my mind was thinking that the wind was blowing on me up yeah. there. It. And DCS, to, to use that as another example, um, I decided today when I was flying around in the Huey that I wanted to induce VRS just to see what would happen. You literally <laughs> feel it in the pit of your stomach. I recovered, mind you. I did not crash. I did recover at about mm, 50 feet. <laughs> but still, just that drop, the, the like two, 300 foot drop. I took this thing off and I'm like, okay, this thing's a little too real. <laughs> and by then, Drew went and just, you know, changed clothes because, yeah, well, he was feeling, uh, yeah, yeah, okay. <laughs> well, okay. Yeah, so... but that, that's the thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's the thing. I, I cannot even imagine. So I, 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 I take your word because I, I believe you, of course. And um, mm-hmm. I have no, um, no, 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 no way of questioning you or I have no, you know, there's no reason well, like for yourself, me. I was a skeptic too. So yeah, but, I understand yeah, yeah, exactly yeah. where you're coming from. But it took those two experiences at Flight SimCon for me to really understand yeah. basically what I've been missing. And now that I've got this thing, yeah, it it's lived up to the hype. So I'm pretty sure you're gonna have the same kind of experience once you get something like this. Yeah, I hope so. Soon I hope. So yeah. Tristan, what's next, buddy? Well, I was just going to say, uh, I want to use, um, <coughs> oh, excuse me, um, I want to use a bit of a, because we're talking about developers and sort of what they're sort of roadmapping, and I want to leave that into talk about sort of the way they're sort of in, engaging with each other. So uh, engaging with each other, not engaging with each other, but engaging with us. 
Um, because one of the things I think us we is can... in the community. Yeah, exactly. Because I think I think okay. we can okay, we, we've talked about this because we as a and, and so do you. You made a very good point. Is that and it's something that I kind of I I almost don't like about our community. Um, but you know I'm guilty of it as well. Is that we are a community that has for the most part very deep pockets. Um, and those of us who've been around uh, a long time um, shudder to think of how much money we've thrown at our, at our hobby and our passion over the last however many years. Um, and I, I sort of look at that and just sort of go, okay, well, where's the engagement? Like, it's the, it's the sense of community that drives it and keeps it going. But at the same time, where's the engagement at? And I, I, I want to talk about the different levels of engagement that we get um, between each other um, as communities, uh, as different sort of, you know, user-orientated communities and with developers. Um, and I, I think we see at the moment we're seeing a real sort of spectrum of, of attitudes uh, across the sort of development the community space. Um, and, and for me, I, I think it was really highlighted to the nth degree at Flight SimCon this year. Um, I, 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 yeah. I think that really showcased exactly, and, and, and I know I'm going to piss a lot of people off with this one. Um, Again. Just because, <laughs> yeah. you know, that's just what I do. Um, yeah. But, but we have talked about this before, yeah, so it's nothing. We yeah. haven't, it's nothing kind of new, but I, I really want to reinforce it because because actually, funny enough, well, actually, part of the opinion has changed a little, actually, over the last couple of months. Um, but I still want to think that, I, I look at the developers and we look at, we look at, so the big ones, so the big ones that we're talking about, like in this VR space and the engagement. Now we mentioned that you know, so, so Eagle Dan- Eagle Dynamics is very invested in VR, um, and they do a great solid work. But their engagement with the community is shit. It's non-existent. And we're still waiting for the Hornet. By the way, I've heard <laughs> two more weeks. Uh, didn't we hear two more weeks like three months ago? Yeah, yeah but, and probably yeah, in two weeks we'll hear two more weeks yeah, because they never tell us anything. That's the whole DCS thing. It's you know you, you probably already saw it, Tristan. Two more weeks is it's kind of in a, like a punchline on the DCS community. Yeah. It's, oh, well, well, it's, yeah. It's a punchline. Yeah, it is. It it's, is. It's it's so. ridiculous, and 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 I yeah. struggle to understand. Don't get me wrong. The, the DCS product is freaking amazing. I love it. Um, it, the, the quality, the depth, the detail that's gone into the, the Eagle Dynamics and their partners produce is great. But trying to communicate with Eagle Dynamics is just a nightmare. Now, you know, do you know who I blame? Mm-hmm. Us. We are the ones to blame. The community is the ones to blame. Why? Uh, well, because we're we're a bunch of retards that want everything yesterday. And if these guys Instant tell gratification. us... Yeah, and yes. these guys are okay. going to tell us they're, they're developing again. No, they're developing software. Hmm. This is not this is not something easy. This is not something where you push a button and things mm-hmm. happen. You know, and shit happens all the time. Uh, I'm a software developer. You guys know that, and mm-hmm. shit happens to me all the time. And I'm constantly having to review my timings and to review whatever I'm doing because you know stuff really happens, and you do not expect stuff to happen, and you know shit happens. And the thing is. Whenever and this is not that 
this is not something that's happening to DCE, to, 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 to ED. This is something that has been happening to developers for ages, and not just for developers that actually uh, charge for their work, but also for freeware developers. And you, you, have seen, you have seen a lot of freeware developers not even mentioning any projects until they are sure they are you know, releasing it in maybe two or three or four or six months. A lot of the guys just shut down, you know, just, just shut up and don't, don't say anything because whenever the community starts asking asking about when it's going to be released mm. and you know they are all community members as well mm. and they want people to know oh, okay we're going to release this in six months and six months later there's going to be an asshole or two or three or ten or 100 or 1000 that are going to to the forum to say you're not releasing this you're an asshole you're a scumbag and you know you're fooling us mm -hmm. you're you know and developers Companies started to look at this uh, at this attitude, and they're, they they just started to shut down, and you know, they're not yep. to tell us what they are planning to do and when they are planning mm. to do, because we are a, mm. a community of assholes. That's the, yeah, that's well, the truth. No, we are, we are, and 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 yeah. I've made no, this, and I've right. made this point. You're I've right. made this point multiple mm. times. Is that we are a bunch of we as a community are, uh, can be, can be a real bunch of self entitled pricks. We really can be. Um, and but but I suppose I, I want to extend on what you said, Sergio, because I I agree. I I think the 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 I mean we only have to look at Aerosoft. I mean I I feel for Aerosoft. I really do. Um, <laughs> yeah, I mean, okay. what was that? What seven years? Seven. Uh, seven I think years it was ago? closer to eight. <laughs> seven eight years yeah. ago. You know, and and look, I I I agree, Sergio, because um you know shit happens in development, and and I get that, but. Yeah. At the same time, should there not also be some form of transparency as well? Like, you know, say that, you know, we are working on a project or we have this roadmap to where we want to go. Um, and say, you know, and I I almost sort of, sort of say, you know, let's talk about, um, yeah, just, just, just spitting some ideas off the top of my head here now would be something like, okay, let's use DCS for an example uh, and say, okay, we've got a roadmap of producing um, the, the Hornet, um, the Tomcat, and uh, a new uh, map. Would it not be would it not be wise to sort of lay out the roadmap without a time frame? Well, they've they've done that. You know that they're doing. They're developing those products. You know, mm. in in, in right, a way, right. they are. I I um I I do agree with you that um perhaps they should be more proactive, more active on the community and talk to people and be more transparent about some mm. things. Mm. Um, but you know, it, it's 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 so tricky. It's so hard to be able to do this mm -hmm. without pissing someone else off and without having to constantly be doing damage control. Yeah. That's that's a fact. Yeah, you got to find that that fine line, that middle ground. Because, yeah. I mean, especially as far as DCS goes, right now we're in a situation where we've got two completely different avenues that are happening at the same time involving development. You got the Hornet. Hornet, of course, is being developed by Belsim Tech uh, Eagle Dynamics, so, you know, they're in partnership. And, yeah, two more weeks, two more weeks, that seems to be the running joke going on, and we're barely getting information about the Hornet. Now Matt Wagner started putting out uh, little videos here and there with, like, the cockpit tutorial and so on. So, since we can follow the history of the development of the DCS aircraft, we know it's coming soon. Because if he's gotten to that point, they're not far off from releasing. But they still haven't said when it's going to release. Is it going to open alpha? Is it going to open beta? Is it actually going to get a full release? More than likely, it's going to go to an alpha or a beta first. But we still don't know the date. And then on the flip side, 
you have uh, two other aircraft that are currently being developed. You've got my absolute favorite, the F-14 Hornet, being developed by Heatblur. F- sorry, F-14 Those guys Hornet? Are almost done with it. Did, you just said F-14 oh, Hornet. <laughs> Wash your stop. mouth out with soap melting. <laughs> oh, my God. I just lost all my cred right there. F-14 yes, Tomcat. The Tomcat. <laughs> the Tom Kitty. Jeez. So, yeah, you got that being developed by Heatler. I'll never live that down, by the way. You will yeah. never. No, and I'm never going to live that down. transparent with it. You know, they've been giving us uh, videos and so on and so yep. forth. But still, you know, they haven't given us a date. You know, we can just see through the the pictures yeah. and through the videos just how far they've gone. And that's, I think, what I'm sort of sort of saying is that we look at somebody and 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 I think they had the right path, which is they've been releasing a fairly steady stream of updates without putting a date. Um, right. And so they're still engaging that community think, and that yeah, discussion. I don't think they'll. I don't think that they're going to put a date anytime soon. They're, yeah. they're going to put a date when they are sure they are going yes. to release it. Mm-hmm. Which, Otherwise, they'll get people knowing uh, yeah. them and copying them. Exactly. Names and, yeah, exactly. And, and, people and, are already crawling up and down them. Same thing with yes. the Razbam. That's the other aircraft that's being worked on. The Harrier. Oh, the Harrier, yep. We've been getting updates from Larry at Razbam literally every week he's always got a video coming up on youtube he's always got pictures this week they said that they're working on a lot of the internal and behind the scenes stuff so they really didn't have anything new to show us they just had like a little wall of text that basically said what they were doing i decided to post that on uh one of the facebook groups that i'm in and almost immediately people are up in arms where's the picture where's the proof where's the progress it's like coding it doesn't always have progress pictures. <laughs> right. Jesus. Yeah. 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 And I, that's that's the thing. Mm. That's the thing. And, and oh, I, also about uh, yeah, yeah I just yeah. let me just um, also ED um, we're talking about this yes. So also ED has this also this issue that in which they have products they develop there by on their own and they have products that are being developed by uh, third party um, developers. So they're not in control of the whole ecosystem in terms of communication and letting people know what they are doing. Now, for someone like ED to be able to do this, um, you know, um, close proximity uh, interface with uh, with um, with the community, they would probably have to do something that you remember Devtail Games did very recently, which is get someone dedicated to the community. You know, someone that only does community, it only talks to the community, only, you know, does all these small actions on social media, talk to people, um, and do any damage control if and when necessary. And if you notice, uh, Chris is very, very low profile even doing this full time. Mm. Okay, Chris does his thing, Mm. but he's very careful with his words. Mm-hmm. He he doesn't he doesn't like it doesn't want it doesn't throw things out there which is he's not 100% positive will happen at a certain date and all the updates they do most of the updates most of the videos they do on a weekly basis they don't tell you um, what they're going to do next week or in two weeks or three weeks um, they'll they, do they, things they tell, they tell you what we're doing in two days time yeah yeah. Yeah, so they do it when they are 100% sure of what they're doing, which for some people may sound annoying or like they don't know very much what they're doing or, you know, um, very boring. Um, But this is, I I believe this is the way uh, they they found the best for them to be able to tell the community what they are doing without getting everybody mad at them. 
you yeah. know, and companies and they like still manage to get people mad at and this, regardless. <laughs> <laughs> Look, just 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 you know, just, when when they're they're on Twitch, just check out the chat the chat box on the, on the right. You know, I, 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 I was I, talking, I yeah. I was, I was talking to Amy the other day about this and she was like I don't understand why we have so many people trolling us you know they people actually go there just to troll us and again that's the community and that's what developers are afraid of and that's what developers want to prevent see, see, you know? I, see I just look at the Lockheed Martin solution the Lockheed Martin solution of just don't engage with the community just don't engage them <laughs> Just whatever. We don't give a shit. And, Fuck off. Yeah. <laughs> like, literally, that is their attitude. Like, you look at them, and yeah, their engagement yeah. on the forum is literally, I swear, the official EA response... Like, so EA. The official... Sorry, I've had some issues with EA lately, too. Anyway, um, the, the official Lockheed Martin... I swear, Lockheed Martin have, like, ten answers that they can give on forums, and literally, they just go... <laughs> What was this guy? What Random is this guy number post? picker. It's like pretty much. It's like like literally. I've asked questions and I've literally just got. I've got three stock standard copy and paste responses, and I'm like, these responses have absolutely nothing to do with what I'm asking. What the actual f are you doing? Are you even reading this post? And yeah, you know, no. and they literally Lockheed Martin's way of doing it is literally like, we don't care. And yeah. and that was reinforced to me at the uh, at, at the at the, the flight simcon. And again, mm -hmm. look, no issues with the guy that was there. He was great. I got to have a really good chat with him afterwards. Um, he's a really passionate developer. Like you know, props to him. He's awesome. They do some great work. But as far as community engagement goes, the, their idea I there think is, is actually that. possibly the best one. It's even better than ED. Like there is absolutely is. zero. There is yeah, zero that, engagement. That's the thing. And that's the thing, it's working, you know? Look at all the people like, raving about how amazing Prepared is and trolling yeah, Dovetail, trolling yeah. ED, trolling X-Plane. I'm like, literally, they're like, you realise... That, like, they're the trolling everyone that talks to us and, yeah. and they're loving Prepared, they love P3D, they, and, you know, Lockheed doesn't give a shit what... And Lockheed's literally sitting there going, we, did not, yeah. we do not give a shit about you, you are doing all of yeah. our marketing for us. Thanks, guys. Yeah, like, they're just, yeah, they're wake just up, people! They have no well, that's problem. just the thing. We're not even getting a thanks, guys. Yeah, <laughs> it's like, just we're like, not. Yeah. Okay, keep doing oh. what you're doing. Whatever. Oh, you know, as long as you're paying us that uh, 199 or whatever. It is. Oh, like, look. As I said, like seriously. Um, and I, I've said this before about Lockheed Martin is that I I get. Don't get me wrong. They've done some great stuff. I've I always say, and Prepared is still my go-to review platform. Um, Prepared version three. I still haven't fully made the jump to version four. Um. Prepared is still my go-to platform for stock standard when I just go sim for just to have a bit of fun um, and to do my reviews. Prepared is still, version 3 is still my go-to platform. Um, but at the end of the day, it is, we are like, we, we are at their mercy. They really don't care. And this is why I find it a bit odd when people, um, you know, take out you know slay against the the, the high price of uh, DCS modules um, or people sort of go talking about you know explain the fact that you know explain oh you've got to pay 60 bucks for explain when it was re released I'm sorry how many years was it between explain 10 11 what three years four years mm -hmm. yeah Lockheed Martin pump out a new one you got to pay you know two hundred dollars for every two years 
like like clockwork um and people sort of you know hanging on you know ha- hanging shit on dovetail about trying to rip the community off when i'm sorry we don't even know what their pricing structure is for flights in world and for right. fsx it's really nothing different from what's already been in the market since microsoft let go of the reins you know 11 years ago mm-hmm. so also the price for fsw right now is pretty good it's okay, incredible. We don't know the price range. We don't know the price range whenever it goes, mm. um, you know, a full version. But right now, it's pretty cheap. Uh, there's no reason for mm-hmm. for someone not to at least give it a try. Yeah. And you know, if if a lot of a lot of guys out there are saying, oh, this is just FSX, yeah. So get it. Do you do you use FSX? So get this so one what because is this be- is. What is prepared yeah. if it's just FSX? Exactly! Uh, oh, no, 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 no prepared, prepared so no, much no, more. Prepare is this special thing that, you know, it's, 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 it comes in this golden box <laughs> and it does coffee. It has this button in the oh, coffee. Okay, when, yeah. when prepared can make my Nespresso double shot on almond milk, then I'll happily go out and pay my three, my 200 bucks. For, yeah, for 200 bucks it should. <laughs> right now. I literally can go yeah, out and buy a new freaking coffee right machine for yeah. that price. Anyway. You realize I could get like three or four DCS modules for that price? Yeah. And coffee machines That I would well. actually fly? Yeah. Yeah. And coffee machines as well. Oh. You can get yeah. a coffee machine you know, for 50 uh, bucks. Okay. Oh, well, I got the Keurig behind me, so I'm good. Yeah. <laughs> so, so this is, and this is the thing is, I, I feel that, and and then of course, um, there's the, the last one that I intend to talk about, which is which is X plane. Um, you know, let like, me just be on. honest, uh, Tristan. Let me just, let me just <laughs> let's just be honest there with the prepare. No, for real, for real. Let's yep. be honest with prepare there. We're talking about 200 bucks if you are using it um, not as a student, okay? Because the license yep. is really okay. 60 dollars. Okay. Okay, so well, let's I, be honest well, with, with, with I, the guys. We're, we're, we're going well, to have we're, we're going to have a lot of people complaining if you don't do this. You, you, you know what? I'm going to deliver the the Lockheed Martin mm. response for this. Uh, Lockheed <laughs> gonna, Martin. Oh, I can't no, wait li- li- literally, this he's is going, like their response. No, he's, he's going to shut up now. Silence. <laughs> <laughs> Lockheed Martin's response. Anything to do with that is basically yes. Sorry, uh, it's, it's like we do not comment on the choice on the type of license that you should purchase. Please read our licensing agreements. Um, look, yeah. people buy the license they choose to buy. You know whether you you know for everyone who buys it, you know whether you should be paying that for that license or not. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to comment any further on that. As I said, I purchased the license that I'm required to purchase. Um, yeah, because yeah, because and, you actually laugh while you're using it, so you cannot laugh while you're using it. Yes, exactly, exactly. <laughs> because remember, if you use the academic one, you can't laugh. Oh, I, I, damn you, Drew! I've got your finger wag going on here. Anyway, um, yes. <laughs> so so yeah, uh, that's the thing. Yeah, so prepared does have yes, it does have its various license differences um, yeah. with prices to pay. Um, I'm, I'm just mentioning. Yeah, I'm just mentioning it because people are going to you. say they're people are going to people are going to say, oh, but it's only a sixty dollars mm. license. It's like, well, read the fine print. Anyway, um, yep. yes, mm. moving on. Thank you for that, Sergio. So yes, Laminar with Laminar. Mm-hmm. Laminar, I think have who also doesn't care. By the way, I should add, <laughs> when it really comes down to it. <laughs> Uh, but the, it's but well, it's such a cooler. But they have such a cooler way of not caring. Yes, I I, mean, I, I think they have a cooler way of not caring because you know, they like, they have okay. a very open forum. They have a very open yeah. forum that is very. Mm-hmm. They have a community that reminds me a lot, actually, of the FS nine community, FS eight, FS nine community, um, back in the days pre FSX, um, which was very engaged, very interactive. Um, 
and Laminar sort of keep a lot of avenues open. They may not directly engage as often, as definitely not as often as Zaftal do um, with with Chris and and, and his work. Um, they still engage mm-hmm. though, which is you know so they're already two steps ahead of of, of Lockheed and um, Eagle. But what they do, I, I I tend to notice is that they tend to sort of sit back until they do major updates. Um, and I yeah. think I think Sergio that they they sort of are trying and working very towards a very similar thing that you mentioned with Dovetail. Because I, I agree, I, I think Dovetail um, ha- have got a, a, a fairly good process going on where they'll only sort of drop that sort of, you know, they'll only confirm they're doing something when it's right, when it's absolutely confirmed. Um, I think they yeah. could do, I think they could do better with laying out a bit more of a roadmap of this is where we would like to go. Even if it's just mm. a, a, give us like a six month window to deliver it. Like you right. know, I, I think right. they could still do that a bit more, because um, Explain does. I think Laminar do something very similar, where they sort of say, "Yeah, we th- they do more this way. Well, yeah, we're going to deliver that at some point in the next six months." Yeah. And but mm. I think, I, yeah, but I think I, I I do have a theory about that. You know, mm. um, Laminar has a very stable product, um, yes. which they own and they have developed. They have been developing for for quite some time, and um, Explain Ten was massive and it was stable and it was working and it was incredible okay and they um they stepped up with the version 11 but it's still the base of something it's still using the same base of 10 which is something that was stable and um they were in full control of it uh Deathfield games on the other hand they are still walking on you know this swamp terrain in which they have mm. their feet wet and you know thing I, I, I don't think things are quite stable yet at mm. Devtail and with FSW they are still working on uh, probably they are still probably working on stuff that they are pulling their hair off you know and uh, finding problems and and I think that right now for them to present a roadmap that in which they will, would tell you okay we're going to do this in six months or one year or whatever mm-hmm. uh, would probably backfire eventually because they would probably have to switch right. on priorities yep. and they probably yep. would have to push yep. stuff okay, you know and it, yeah it's you not... hit the nail on the head there priorities yeah. Dovetail yeah. has mentioned uh, quite a few times that they take our feedback seriously so they're prioritizing so I, w- I would not be too surprised if their uh, you know job list from a week-to-week basis does tend to change depending on what the needs of the community are. But guess what? We asked for that. Yeah. Yes. They're just delivering. Yes. And, and, yeah. and, I, and, and I would like to highlight the fact, the fact that they are the most responsive of, of all the developers. Um, they are the most dynamic, the most uh, responsive because they when we've pointed out issues we've had resolutions really quickly like usually within within mm-hmm. one to two weeks and some fairly major yeah, at least updates a week, yeah. you know um that passengers update though the bugs that came out with the passengers update that was fixed within less than a week and well the fact that we even got the passengers mm-hmm. appearing as weights like that was something we asked for we had that in less than a month like that was amazing and that was something that everybody and i'd previously talked to aces developers that said you can't do that like the 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 core engine won't support you doing that. Suddenly it does. Like <laughs> yeah, that's so. an, an incredible thing. So yeah, definitely want to say that. Um, yeah, no, you mentioned they had the roadmap, okay, and they they were telling us six months ago what's going to happen six months. So what would 
what would they do right now? Would they add passengers to FSW and at the expense of something that was on the roadmap and wasn't going to be? Mm-hmm. Or would they have to work on two things at the, at the yeah. same time and probably have to hire another person and, let's face mm-hmm. it, increase, increase the expenses of the team, which is yep. not cheap right now and they're yep. probably not making right. a, a whole lot of money. Uh, we have to see things as they are. These are jobs. This is a company, and they have mm-hmm. investors. They have people putting money on the company, but they do need to keep all the costs controlled. So I think right now they are doing exactly what you said, Tristan. They are listening to us and giving giving us what we're 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 being asking. So I'm not very uh, shocked that we don't have a roadmap, but we have something so much better than a roadmap. Um, right now for me which is the, the, the weekly updates these guys come with something new every week what mm. else can we ask mm. for yeah you know, that's very true yeah they're not they're not yeah. just they're not just shut up shutting up and not telling what they're doing and not telling what's coming next they are actually telling us okay guys we have yep. this done this week okay we have done this this week and mm-hmm. sometimes they hint some, something that they're probably going to present next week because probably it's already being done and it's it's being tested and they know for sure that it's going come, to come up the next week. So I, I, I do like the way that Dovetail Games is working. They're not, they don't have a world map, but do they have a very active person, which is Chris, in front of the company uh, talking to us and they are presenting us with stuff every week. So that, that for me, that works. Yeah. The only thing that I can say to that, I love the fact that, you know, they have been very active in communicating with us, which, if you'll remember, the very first episode that we had, that's how the this, finger yes, wag came yes, about. That, yeah, exactly. I wanted exactly. them to be more active, so yes. we got what we wanted. The only thing that I can say, at least from the last couple of updates and so on that's come out, is they just need to tone down the hype just a touch. Mm. And the reason why I say that is a lot of the features that are being added, granted, the way that they're implementing them, absolutely fabulous. However, it's stuff that needs to be in the base game anyway. Yes. Yeah. So it's not like anything groundbreaking. So if you could just tone Agreed. the hype down yeah. just a touch, it's as, but as, still give us yes, the same. Because as exciting thing. as it is for for you know for them to for achievements, and I know from a development perspective, and I'm sure Sergio, you'd agree from a software development yeah. perspective, the achievements that they're they're achieving with these is outstanding. It's amazing. But oh, yeah. to the community at large that's been spoilt with very high-quality third-party add-ons for a 10 years, um, mm-hmm. it's going to fall a little... It's not going to seem like such a big deal. So I definitely agree that it still celebrate the achievement. Watch the hype, I agree. Um, so that, well, that, that rounds me up to the final sort of group of feedback people of course which is ourselves it's it's each other uh, as as we, as we started with this this topic um and as we started this whole this whole journey as three grumpy simmers uh the community the community that we are and that we are part of um is very vocal on many different things and um, as I'm sure viewers have picked out from this whole litany of things, is we've been talking about the engagement of, of developers with the community, but it's also about the engagement of the community with each other. Um, mm-hmm. And I think that can be a challenge. I, I, I think it can be a challenge because we have all these different technological ways that we can 
reach out to each other and whatever, but we can also be, quite frankly, we can be really nasty to each other. Um, I, I really want to sort of, like, I, I think that we all have such opportunities to learn from each other and, because um, we all have different skill sets. Uh, and, and I think it's really great when, to see when we as a community do put those differences aside and actually look for ways to actually support and nurture each other. Um, and I, I think that's something that we should all keep in mind when we're actually making that Facebook post, when we're making that new forum thread. Think about how to support each other um, as well. I, I, I think that, I don't know, maybe, maybe I'm just cynical mm-hmm. and you know wanting to hope for a better world. I don't know. Yeah, you're absolutely right. It could be a lot better. I mean, I practically live on Facebook, and I know that there are quite a great many of my viewers that really can't stand Facebook. I'll put my my link in there. You know, if you all want to talk to me there, you have a easy avenue of getting to me at all times because I'm literally always on Facebook. I'm at work. I'm on Facebook. Don't tell my boss, please. <laughs> <laughs> but with that having been said. Yeah, the the time that I spend on Facebook a lot of times does end up being a little bit toxic, a little bit caustic, because there are certain elements of the community, maybe it's the immediate gratification crowd, maybe it's just the plain old trolls or the ignoramuses, you know, the people that have nothing better to do than to be antagonists. You know, they seek to drag groups down, and it, it gets weary, after a while yeah, exactly exactly this it's... is why i got out of the mmo thing because there was yep. so many freaking trolls you just wanted to work alone in an yep. mmo yep and it's why i disengage from a lot usually of usually want trolls in an mmo mm. you usually want them right yeah to kill <laughs> yeah <laughs> <laughs> but you know and, and it's great to see you know and 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 i and i and i agree drew because you know i disengaged from a lot of communities for a long time um because of that toxic atmosphere um yeah. uh, and you know and, and that's why i sort of very i'm fairly selective with with where i engage now um and you know, I, I I want to. Part of me wants to engage more, but I got so sick of the toxic bullshit. But um, I I know Sergio. I know you've had a lot more success with positive engagement, um, especially recently mm-hmm. with communities. Um, tell us about some of that. Ah, uh, yeah. Well, um, you you guys probably know. Uh, well, you you do know. Uh, you are part of the group. I have this uh, <laughs> flight flight helicopter simulation group on Facebook and. Um, it, it's been growing for some time, and it's it's a multi-platform group. So either you use FSX or F, or P3D or Explain or whatever, as long or as flight gear, flight gear, or flight gear, yeah, or CS, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Thank you for correcting me for adding that information. <laughs> uh, if you I, didn't, you would have gotten flack. You know it. Yes, yes. And, oh, yes. I know exactly from who. <laughs> um, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but yeah, but flight gear as well, and we have to do an episode on flight gear one of these days. Um, I have it installed. So, I have it installed now. I have it installed. Yeah. Okay. So give it a give it a try, and maybe in a month talk about it. Um, so okay. So I have this helicopter group. So it's all about helicopters, whatever the platform you have, and you know every group has its own thread, some theme for some groups is uh, explain 11 or FSW or you know whatever and for us it's all about helicopters and one of the things that I've noticed in our group is that um, 
people are very helpful to each other. Uh, and yeah. they, you know, they, 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 it, it's a, it's a very nice. The community has its challenges. You know, there's, there's always this guy that tries to get a bit further than we usually allow, but we usually talk to them and things settle down. Um, but the thing is, it's a very small, uh, well, it's, it's a small group compared to others that have uh, eight or nine or ten thousand users. We have about well, one uh, fifteen hundred users right now. Uh, but the thing is, everybody helps each other, okay? And one of the things that I really, I'm really in love, I, I am really in love with this group and with this community, and I spend most of my Facebook time there, not just because I'm, you know, the admin and I need to keep everything straight and uh, see if no one does anything that shouldn't be doing. Um, but I, I'm also spending a lot of time there because the community is really amazing. And there are some people that, you know, there are some veterans there. There's Drew, you know, there's Joe Watson, which is uh, one of the guys. It's it's probably, uh, it's not probably, it's the guy that does most of the reviews for Ellie Seymour. He's a real world instructor pilot for the U.S. Army. Uh, we have uh, guys like Joshua and others. We have a lot of real world pilots that are there and they have a lot of experience with flight simulation. And then we have those guys that have no experience with the real world helicopters. We have experience with uh, with simulation. Then we have guys that are just starting um, to enter the flight, the, the helicopter flight simulation community in the, the helicopter flight simulation world. And people there have been absolutely fantastic Fantastic regarding you know support that they're giving to uh, to everybody to both the, the old guys that you know a lot about helicopters and helicopter flight simulation but have some issues with hardware for example or the newer guys that you know don't even know how helicopters work or mm -hmm. they know a little bit and you know the, the the veterans go there and help them out and uh, as much as they can and it's been an, an an amazing experience and I can tell you it's not I'm not I'm not here trying to you know uh, advertising advertise the group. But you know, I'm not. But the thing is, when you probably, probably because you have, you are in all the other groups that I don't belong to, this is probably the best Facebook group, Facebook group I am part of right now. It's absolutely amazing. I have no one uh, mm -hmm. telling shit about anyone. I have no one telling bad things about simu about yeah. other simulators no like drama. Yeah. yeah, like I have explained and you use FSX and FSX is shitty and you're a moron and you shouldn't be using, you know, people do oh, see, that's, tell. That's the crap that I just, I can't deal with. And I just, I get so yeah. old, it gets so tired of. Yeah. It's like every platform has its pros and cons. It's just go and help right. each other. Like, you know, you just, okay, if they've got the platform that you don't like, that's fine. Still help them as best you can or just don't comment. Like, you know, this is. Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. I, no, mm -hmm. the, 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 there's something that the three of us agree and we have said this on perhaps the first episode is that, you know, as long as you are having fun with your sim, yes. it doesn't matter what yes. you're using. It exactly. Yeah. Yeah. yeah it, it doesn't matter. You know, if you know, if 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 you Tristan want to use FSX for or P3D, I'm sorry, for your stuff because it works for you, mm. I'm perfectly fine with yeah. that. It works for you. Okay. Exactly. If if you if you're going to tell me, okay, Sergio, I want to get into helicopters for real, what I'm going to tell you is that okay, P3D will somewhat help you because you know you'll have some 
basic stuff there that helicopters do. But okay, but you should probably think about moving to X-Plane or DCS. Mm. If you don't, if you're not moving, I'm not going to hold hold it against you. I'm not going yep. to say that you're a moron because you're not moving. It, does is it does it is it working for you? Mm. Uh, have you tried X-Plane 11 for and for some reason you found it's it's so damn hard because let's face it, it's mm. harder. Helicopters are harder on X-Plane and DCS because they're more realistic. But you do want to enjoy helicopters and being able to hover, mm. you know, and fly very slow. But you want to do it on an easy way, using uh, prepared. Okay, mm. do that. Is, is that your thing? Is that how yeah. you have fun yeah. with helicopters? You know, do that. Do you want to do loop, you know, loopings with helicopters in FSW? Do your loopings and with do whatever you want. You know, yeah. it's, it's up to yeah. you. Uh, as long as you are having fun, <laughs> that's the that's the goal, and that's the goal with this with this group. You know, it's it's there for us to have fun with each other and mm-hmm. for learning with each other, and it's 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 becoming this amazing um, amazing group of of, of people uh, which is doing exactly that, and we have uh, amazing guys right now at the group, and I can tell you, and Drew knows this uh, because we have this separate like treehouse group. Where only the admins and the, the moderators are part of. When we we where we talk about things that happen inside the group, and we have already people from developers, you know, product managers from companies, mm-hmm. um, being part of the group, and they're they are there. They are silent. They are not posting, and I think they are just you know trying to find out they're collecting feedback yeah Yeah. i think they're collecting feedback silently i'm not going to nag them and tell them oh here we are or and and i'm going to call them out you yeah yeah not (laughs) calling calling them publicly oh look there's this guy from this company here and there i'm not doing that Uh, they're doing they're doing their thing and uh, i think that the best way we can serve the community is not to call them out and tell the community oh look this guy's here to let those guys be there, yep. uh, mm-hmm. doing their thing, collecting feedback, right. bringing that feedback inside to their companies, and telling their developers, guys, I've been on this group, uh, which has these guys focused on helicopters, and these guys uh, want this or want that, or are complaining about this, or you know, and that's the whole thing. And like like mm-hmm. I said, and I'm going to I'm going to repeat myself here because I'm really excited about this group. If you haven't noticed, <laughs> uh, I, I really am. It's but... such an amazing community, and it's not because of me or because of Drew. It's because of everyone there. It's it's absolutely. Yeah. And I'm loving it, and I'm uh, about two days ago I started, and that's one of the reasons I created this other group for moderators and administrators. It's starting to grow very fast, and it's starting to have a lot of posts from a lot of people and right now it's it's that um it, it's starting to become to become something so big that i'm i'm starting to be afraid of it because i'm i'm afraid that we might lose control and this may become a troll fest like other groups and that's not that's something i don't want to happen i i, I don't as want as long as you have i i, I as think as long as you have Myself and other admins watching out, you know, it should be fine because I don't know if you know, but in addition to helping you out with your group, I actually do admin two other 
gaming groups. Granted, they're not related to flight simulation at all, but then I have other gaming interests as well. And yeah, it is a constant problem. The larger your group gets, the more potential that you have for trolls. But as long as you have, you know, the right people at the helm, or at least watching the baby while you're asleep, you know, you're good. I, I, I think that it's. I think as as much as about the helm, I think it's more about the the the, the style of conversation that you encourage, and and I think that um, if you continue to encourage a positive thought and a positive environment. Um, that will nurture itself, uh, and I think that mm-hmm. the, the 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 and I, and I think I can say from the the communities and the forums that I've stayed in over the years um, uh, that the the ones that survive, the ones that prosper, are the ones that continue to show that supportive that nature to each other, and that encourage that supportive nature. So yeah, I, I just wanted to I wanted to touch on that and, and sort of speak to you, Sergio and Lady, because I know you are passionate about it. But I think I was wanted to highlight the fact that as much as we complain about things and and unfortunately we see a lot of the troll fests around um, with various other communities um, the the key to to holding and and keeping a positive community and a positive interaction uh, is actually starts at home the old saying charity starts at home well you know what Mm -hmm. Um, if you want to have a positive simulation experience if you want to have a positive engaged experience in a forum Mm -hmm. um, you create one um, and mm-hmm. I what think what that... comes back to you exactly. Yep. So I, I just wanted to just touch on that so people to to have a think about that before you post that next, you know, snide comment or that next nasty remark about whether it be about a developer, about another user, or a flight sim, or how somebody engages in their own simulator. Have a think about what you want out of an experience. I, I just wanted to touch on that. So there you go. Okay. Alright, I think that is enough rambling from three grumpy simmers uh, for one month. Uh, so, I, I think... And one we... sleepy simmer. Wait, wait. <laughs> yeah, sleepy simmer. The so, whole thing is sleepy simmer. Uh, I need to do something. I need to do something, Tristan. I yes. forgot to do this on the beginning. Absolutely. And I promised I would give a shout out to our number one fan, and probably the only one. It's a lady you guys know very well. Amy Sanjari. <laughs> She's always, yeah. Amy, uh, Amy, Amy, is, hello. Amy is our number one fan, and <laughs> she is constantly asking me, uh, when is it that we're going to release another another episode? And she, told me, <laughs> and she told me that we should do this twice a week. Oh, and she told no. Me, she told, yeah, 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 yeah. It's, yeah, I told it's her that. It's freaking 5 a.m. There's no way <laughs> I'm getting up twice a week at 3, 4 o'clock in the morning to do this. No. I told her, I told her that you need your sleep, but there's something else that she told me. She told me that we should do a live uh, stream. And I told her, okay, we'll do a live stream when Devtel Games pay us to do the live stream from their own <laughs> office. <laughs> Including including the airfares to get us there. Release FSW, invite us in, have us go to your offices, and we'll do a live three Grampy Simmers from your office, from your location, with Chris and the rest of the team, live. I've never been to England. I am okay with this. I've always wanted to go. Uh, I, there I you have, go. I have I have my passport, so Doctor, I have my passport. I'm ready. To <laughs> um, I'll reserve that leave to just call me, and uh, yeah, the affairs were good. Yeah, uh, no, I, I, I'm I, down with that. I'm down with that. I f- I feel we just put Amy in a bad position. We're <laughs> joking. We're 
you're still going we to love you Miami. we love yeah, you, <laughs> we love you. yeah. Uh, but I, I had to I promise her we'll give you her a shout and say hello Amy Hi, um, so there you go there you go cool uh, Hi, so Amy. if you want to be so if you want to uh, out to Amy don't forget to like the video um, and subscribe to not only yeah. my channel uh, but subscribe to Drew and Belgiode um, on YouTube and also don't forget to subscribe and head to Heli Simmer and have a, head over to helisimmer.com uh, for some fantastic tips tips and guides on on the making the most out of your helicopter flying experience uh, and head over and look for um, the uh, f helicopter users group on Facebook I'll put some links yeah. in the channel in the description down below um, <laughs> so I want to say thank you very much to my fellow grumpy simmers um, Drew Belgiode ciao and thank you of course to Sergio from Helisimmer see you guys and from me, thank you very much. Good night. Uh, and a little bit of a shout out for myself as well. Head over to, if you want to see more of my triathlon craziness uh, and general other batshit stupid crap that I get up to when I'm not flight simming, uh, head on over to my my vlog channel, The Tristan Files. I'll put a link in the description down below. All right, guys. Thanks very Thumbs much. Up. It's, been, it's yeah. been three grumpy simmers once again. Thank you very much for this month. Take care, guys. We'll see you next time. See you, guys.